Hello world. Welcome back to Stand Off Topic where we keep going until we lose focus. Uh, my name is Keith Anderson. Uh, I'll be your host for today and all the other days actually. Uh, think about it. <laughs> uh, either way, uh, thank you for staying with me. Uh, I know it's been a while since I recorded. I say that every episode because it's always been a while. So, um, yeah. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter on Stand Off Topic. Uh, dot com no staying on topic at twitter.com there you go uh, other than that I have nothing else um, let's get right into the topic I want to talk about for today the first topic I want to talk about is nuance that perfect word nuance and why do I want to talk about nuance um, <clears throat> there's a couple reasons uh I indulge in a lot of TikTok content. I love it. Uh, It's great. My algorithm is pretty good. I like most of the videos that come across my timeline. And I'm happy about that. With that being said, a lot of creators did no nuance November and no nuance November was basically um, I'm not going to give you a subtle difference I'm going to give you the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth and I'm not going to spare your feelings and that's what they, they proceeded to do and I loved it because uh, the creators I follow were great and awesome and hilarious and spot on with that being said uh nuance i looked up the definition and basically uh definition i found was uh, nuance is a subtle distinction or variation uh what i take that to mean what i interpret that to mean is the subtlety of things so we could talk about different topics in a macro and we can also talk about it in a micro as well um, and let me just get into the reason why I've been talking about nuance why I want to talk about nuance today um, I saw a Twitter thread the other day uh, if you don't know uh, social media is ruining my life I mean sorry running my life but tomato potato and I saw the last tweet first and the last tweet I forgot what it said but I was like hmm this intrigues me I wonder what she's talking about so I went through the entire thread and it was pretty 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 dense um, but they were talking about consent uh, what's the difference in consent and when you should ask for it and whatnot and there were a couple things that I took away from the conversation uh, first was that the woman or women that were, you know, tweeting on behalf of pro consent were 100% right. They were absolutely right. Uh, you should definitely ask for consent. Uh, you should definitely get consent from your partner. Uh, obviously, we're talking about it in a sexual manner. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. I think everybody can agree 
even though some people don't agree, but I think everyone can agree that consent is something that is needed. Facts. Period. The end. Okay. The one person that I saw and he, he, I'm assuming he said he was a, he, uh, but I assume he was the only, he wasn't the only one on this side, uh, but he was not anti-consent to be fair. He was misunderstanding the role of consent, in my opinion, because at one point I was like, oh, okay, I get what he's trying to say and I understand and I kind of agree with him. And then on the other point, I was like, ah, he's missing the mark. And their conversation was ask for consent every single time you engage in a sexual act. Fair facts period hard stop i get that his point was if i have a girlfriend and we have sex i'm not stopping to ask for consent now i was talking about this with me with my fiance the other uh earlier today and what i told her was that there's a nuance of the conversation that isn't being discussed a because it's twitter and b because emotions are high okay um the reason why the nuance isn't being discussed is because not only because of those reasons, but because it's very hard to understand nuance when you're not involved in the situation. Okay. And nuance to me sometimes seems like common sense and I shouldn't have to explain that. But the problem with nuance is that if I don't explain it, because you're not a part of this sub this group or this subgroup, you will never understand unless I explain the nuance to you. But it seems like common sense. And then once you explain it, most of the times, uh, I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, they're going to agree. No, most of the time they're going to think, oh, you're treating me like an idiot. So now this conversation has gone far too too far basically and like i said his point was i i am not gonna stop to ask my girlfriend if, if she has consent because she's a willing participant and i was like okay i understand what he's trying to say and i was like okay i get what he's saying then he goes um if a girl's climbing on top of me and starts having sex with me uh i'm pretty sure she consented again i understand he I, I don't think he's wrong 100%, but I don't think he's right because he's not understanding the nuance. The other women arguing pro-consent are saying, no, you should ask every time. No, you should ask every single time. No, you should ask every single time. I think there should have been a very... Uh, that's, to me, both of those arguments are macro. And I think there should have been a micro conversation. There should have been a subtle conversation. There should have been a nuanced conversation where instead of saying there should be consent, I think the nuance of it is the other person, your partner, should be comfortable saying no. I think that's the opposite of consent. I think I think it's I think that's a synonym of consent to me. It's not necessarily, hey, we're kissing, we're rubbing, we're doing all these things. And then I'm saying, hey, stop for a second. Do you want to continue doing this? To be fair, like my fiance said, 
what is that going to stop? That's just going to make you seem considerate. And if you ask, if you stop in the middle of doing whatever and you ask for consent and then that person doesn't want to have sex with you after the fact because you asked for consent, then you shouldn't have been having sex with that person in the first place, which is also fair, which is also not giving consent. Right. So it all works out. And I understood. I, I was like, yeah, you're absolutely correct. I, I, I understand where he's coming from. But also, like I said, it's the comfortability, being comfortable enough, having uh, not, I don't want to say giving permission, but allowing your partner to say no and be comfortable in that fact. Because to me, and, and, and here's the thing, another thing my fiance said, she's so smart. She said, has anyone, has people never seen a sitcom uh, 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 about a family? They say no all the time. And you have to be comfortable in saying no. The thing about living with uh, or having sex with a partner, your wife, your spouse, your husband, whoever, if they don't feel comfortable saying no, they're not saying yes. That's the thing. And that's what he wasn't getting, the nuance of that. He wasn't understanding, guess what? yeah, you're right. The girl climbed on top of you. There is a mutual attraction. There is a mutual consent going on because with with you know, with anyone that I've ever been with and 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 my and my my partner now, there are there are times where there's no to be fair, there's no speaking, right? So that's and that's okay. But because I don't have to cuz she's a willing participant, so we know. So the nuance for the women is Um, for the women arguing is they completely understand that two people are willing participants and not every time is there going to be a yes being said not every time is there going to be a question being asked but i think what needs to be said in a general in a broader conversation is is it or do you feel comfortable saying no it's not necessary and that's just me in my opinion obviously you're here for my opinion if you're comfortable saying no then you then you're comfortable enough to saying yes and if you're comfortable enough saying yes you're comfortable enough saying no both things work to me and if you don't feel comfortable and then we me and me and my fiance talk about another thing where it's like just because someone doesn't say no doesn't mean they're a willing participant there are marriages and relationships that that have happened in and uh, like she said there in years past there were laws that said women couldn't say no so it's not that they were willing participants, it's that they couldn't say no. So again, like most things that we always talk about here on Stand Off Topic, is it's usually the past that fucks things up, and now we have to try to fix it in post, which is the future. So again, I understood where he was coming from. The problem with these conversations, and the problem with these conversations in real life and on Twitter, is that that person gets goes immediately left and his one of his last points which i obviously did not agree with was if they're in a relationship why would they say no and that's a problem that's a big that's a big no-no that's a big red flag um 
and that whole that that's the situation where the nuance would have been better to talk about rather than the macro because he obviously doesn't understand that you can be husband and wife and still be raped okay that's a thing that has happened it will happen it can happen and that's unfortunate but it's the truth so just because somebody is together just because they live in the same house doesn't mean that i want to have sex with you and that's the nuance so when these conversations come up usually it's like boom so when you look at that conversation from far back you automatically go oh this misogynistic guy these super hyper feminist women but that's not the point the point is nuance let's talk about let's talk about the subtle difference between you know we're talking about consent but also we're talking about the comfortability of saying no are you comfortable with saying no and i think more people need to understand that more than hey do you want to have sex that's not the question i don't i'll be honest with you in my 30 something years on this earth i i can't i i can probably name the times that i've actually actually said those words but 100 percent of the time i've had consent they were willing participants so that's not so to me like i said there's a, there's a subtle nuance where we're talking about you know are they comfortable with saying no and i would hope that my partner is comfortable saying no because listen i don't need to force anybody to do anything right so the and, and that's the thing i feel comfortable saying no and i also have to do that as well so there, there's consent both ways and that's another thing they brought up they're like <laughs> I loved it. They were like, there's always some guy who comes out with the first argument was all these women climb on top of me and I can't stop them from having sex with me. And their point was, maybe you're being raped. And I was like, that's a fair assessment because men don't think they can be raped. Not to say all men, but you know how we deal here in, in, in some of the macro. We got to talk about all because usually it's a majority. Uh, so deal with that how you want. Uh, but if you ask me as a younger Keith, I absolutely would have been like, no, Keith can't be raped. I would enjoy every sexual encounter. And that's not true. That is 100% not true. You can absolutely be raped as a man because your body doesn't listen to you. Listen, my body doesn't listen to me on normal things. I can't even stop myself from eating sometimes, let alone stop myself from getting aroused by a, a, a woman in general. So, yeah, it can happen. I mean, to be fair, I remember the first time I ever saw it on Law and Order SVU, and this guy was getting clowned, but he was like, I didn't want that to happen. And the argument was, you were aroused, so obviously you did. You can't stop a body's natural bodily function. That's not that's not fair. That's not fair. And, and that opened my eyes when I was, man, I was way young when I saw that, but that opened my eyes. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it makes It makes more sense. But when you talk about those subtle nuances, that's when you kind of understand. And it made me think, and this, uh, it made me think, I was like, why don't, why don't people get it? Why don't people get it? And I understood in two seconds why. Because um, when we talk about racism, there is a nuance there in racism, right? So, for example... I can talk, I'm, obviously I'm black, I can talk about what's wrong with the black community. You can agree what's wrong with the black community, 
But the problem is, is that when we're talking, when we talk about racism, your counter argument is what's wrong with the black community. That's where nuance comes in at. We understand that things are fucked up over here, but things are more fucked up over there. And that's what we're talking about. That's a topic at hand. You're trying to gaslight me and, and, and give me false equivalents on a different subject. The subtle nuance of racism is, um, I saw this video of Daniel Kaluuya, uh, he is an actor. He was in Get Out. He was in Black Panther. Um, he was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Great, great actor. And he, I saw this video on TikTok, and he goes, he's like, I, I don't like when people ask me about racism. He's like, why, why do I have to solve the thing that's happening to me, that's not being done by me? How are you? Why, how, why do I have to? He's like, actually, ask you. He's like, what, why, why are you asking black people how to stop racism? We aren't perpetuating it. What do, what do you, how do you propose we stop it? How do you propose we stop this situation? Because we aren't doing it. And he was, his great greatest point was, I just got here in 89. It's been going on far longer than I have. How do I know? Don't ask me. Ask them, and I absolutely agree. And that's the point. And when we talk about when we talk about racism in that context, in my opinion, we have to understand that how can we solve what's wrong, what what's happening to us, right? So uh, going back to nuance, though, there's a nuance where no matter what, there are certain people, there are certain there are certain people, regardless in general, who don't understand the subtlety and the nuance of racism, right? So, for example, they think only racism happens to poor black people, right? Or that it can only happen to poor black people because they think of they think of only racism as a, as oppression. But that's not the point. When you talk about the nuance, I can be as rich as I want to be. That doesn't mean that I'm not subject to racism because I'm rich. LeBron James is one of the richest athletes in the world. But just a couple years ago, they, somebody spray painted the, the N-word across his mansion. I, I thought that money would stop you from being subject to racism, but that's not true. And that never will be true. But the problem is when you talk to people about racism, when you talk to people about this little nuance of, you know, of things, you, you don't understand the complexity of it there's a there's a big there's a huge disparity uh, if you go back a couple episodes i talked about it in a very uh in a very in a metaphor that i thought was easy to understand if i'm trying to contain my community if i'm trying to make my community better outside forces does not help so when racism attacks me, how can I make my community better? And then when we complain about the racism, they tell us that the community isn't better. So why should we expect better? Doesn't make any sense. And the, and the, and the, and the thing is, just because someone's rich doesn't mean, or how about this? Just because someone isn't oppressed with a, with a, uh, 
by class doesn't mean that the entire system isn't doesn't need to change right just because oprah is a billionaire doesn't mean the system doesn't need to change can she buy her way out of racism she could but that doesn't stop people from calling her the n-word she doesn't have to be subjected to the racism that that uh quote-unquote normal everyday people are subjected to but that doesn't stop people from calling her the n-word it, it doesn't and it never will and we need to understand that there's such a nuance um the, the main reason and i forgot about this until just now uh we were talking about me and my fiance were talking about nuances because i was watching the video on tiktok like i said before another video and because they're like Lay's potato chips to be fair, not necessarily like Liz, but like the model. You can't just have one. You can't just watch one video on TikTok. You gotta watch multiple. You have to. I've never gone on TikTok and watched one video and be like, eh, that's enough. To be fair, I've, I've seen videos. I'm like, nah, all right, let me get off this. <laughs> let me get off this app. Um, but there was a question, and I don't, I don't really care about your beliefs. So that's the, let me just preface that by what I'm going to talk about. But the video was there was a line of people and they're in like this warehouse and there's like tape on the ground and and to the right this is agree uh, agree strongly agree somewhat agree and on the left there's tape disagree somewhat disagree somewhat uh, strongly disagree and the and there's like six people in the middle and uh, whoever asks a question it's more about the experiment like a social experiment but. Uh, the, the question, I don't remember the question exactly, but the question was, what are your, uh, about, it was about Christian beliefs, about the LGBTQ community and their quote unquote lifestyle. And the question was something to, to the effect of, do you agree or disagree with their lifestyle? And of course the, the six people split apart and they asked one girl, uh, they asked the girl and just like explain what do you think she's like you know i'm a christian by faith um i love everybody i think the world needs more love in it um i don't support gay people's lifestyle and i don't agree with it but they should have the right to do whatever they want to do with themselves and then then the guy goes but you think they're going to hell she's like oh absolutely and unless they get saved yes they're going to hell but hey I can't stop you and I can't force you to do what I want you to do, blah, blah. And to a certain extent, I was like, huh, okay, I agree with that. I, I was like, okay, that's fair. Like, I, I'm, I'm cool with gay people. I have no problem with their lifestyle. Uh, but I was like, okay, that's fair. That's an understandable statement. And what changed my mind was the comment that was made next. And the comment was from a uh lgbtq person themselves was on the obviously the disagree side and or the ag agree side i don't remember but she was on the opposite side and she goes people like you are worse than people who would call me an f slur or hate me for being gay and it as soon as she said it i was like what and i was like oh shit this makes sense this clicks with me and she went on to explain she said because because you don't have the balls you don't have the audacity you don't have the gall to call me out and, and not and hate my beliefs i was like but you do it in silence 
and you you do it in, 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 in silent, you do it under the shade, under the guise of I love everybody, when you actually don't, you're a liar. You're more of a liar than anybody. I'm living in my truth and you're sitting here lying to everybody saying you love everybody. You don't love me. You don't want anything to do with me. You don't want to talk to me. You don't want to be my friend. But you won't admit it because you want to look like a good Christian. And you're not. You're terrible. And I was like, yep, I agree. I was like, you are absolutely right. And the reason, and, I, and I'll go back to her in a second. But the reason why I understood, it's because uh, of a quote I read actually the other day. And it said, never be neutral. Always pick a side. Neutral, being neutral is a victory for the oppressor. And I agree. And the reason why I agree with this is because it's the same thing as racism to me. Racism to me, um, back in the day, right? You know, the South was racist, et cetera, et cetera. We know that. But the, what we don't talk about is, the nuance of the situation, is that the North was racist, if not more racist. They just didn't want slaves. That's it. But they didn't want these people living next to them. They didn't want these black people working next to them. They didn't want them to live anywhere in their city. They just didn't want them as slaves. Right? They were like, hey, they can go do whatever they want to do. We just don't want them here. We don't want them to have equal rights as us. But we don't want to be slaves. That's too far. But also, eh, we don't care if they live or die. That kind of... That's the that's the new age, um, middle of the road racist. It's the person who who shouts, maybe not even shout, but it's the person who shouts BLM, Black Lives Matter. But then when they commit a microaggression, they're done with the movement. Those are the worst kind of people because it's not enough to be like, hey. Black lives do matter to me. I agree. Okay, but let me tell you about yourself for a second. When you as a white person touch my hair, I find it highly disrespectful. When that person goes, uh, I'm just complimenting you. Okay, well, I'm just telling, I'm setting a boundary. I'm letting you know that this is highly disrespectful and I don't like it. Then they go off and they start crying, you know, white fragility, tears. And then they talk about how they don't really support the Black Lives Matter movement. That's all it took. Is for you to disrespect me, get called out on it, and now you don't even care that Black Lives Matter anymore? That's the worst kind of person. To act like you're part of the movement, part of the situation, act like you're loving, when you're actually not. You just want to look the part, but then when you get caught out, now all of a sudden, eh, I don't care. Now all of a sudden, I want to throw on a white hood. That's, to me, that's the worst kind of person. And that's why we started talking about it Um because going back to the to the uh, social experiment, they were obviously arguing back and forth. They were, they were really talking. And what happened was, just like in the conversation with consent, just like the conversation with racism, this conversation ended the same way. The person who is not inherently bad, right? The person who says that they're loving, the person who says that, hey, I always have consent, person who says i love black people the person who says hey live your life if you want to be gay it's not me but you can do you every time those conversations end up going left and this conversation was the same way 
they were arguing back and forth, talking about their beliefs back and forth. And she goes, I'm just saying you're, you're, you're married. A man married a man is just ridiculous. Like, that's how I feel. What's next? Are you going to marry a little boy? That's the point is that you're you say you're loving when you're actually hateful. It goes left. It's just the same thing with racism. It's the same thing with consent. It always goes left because they can't even because they don't agree with you. They put things on you that's not the same. And then that's how me and my fiance got on consent because it was like little boys can't consent. No kid can't consent, which I agree. And that's the point, right? Is that you are this is a man loving another man, a woman loving another woman, a non-binary person loving a non-binary person, et cetera, et cetera, on and on and on and on and on. And your first thought is pedophilia. Why? Why is that? Why do why why is that your first thought? You know, going going it, it doesn't make any sense. You know, and I, and I said this metaphor the same as uh, what Daniel Kaluuya said about racism. I'm black. Why are you asking me to stop racism? That's like going up to kids and be like, how do we stop these pedophiles? What? What? I, they're kids. They don't need to stop them. Somebody else needs to stop them. They're busy living them, their own lives. So for someone to go left like that, it's because they don't understand the subtle nuance of the situation. But honestly, the reason why, and I understand it because of, because of, you know, being who I am, I understand that nuance is such a difficult thing to talk about. Why? Because it seems like common sense. Nuance seems like common sense. Because when you talk about nuance, you're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That's common sense. Why didn't you start with that? Because when someone doesn't agree with you and you bring up the nuance of the situation, when you bring up that subtle difference of a situation, what happens? They get mad because they think you're treating them like an idiot. But in actuality, you're like, hey, this is common sense that you're overlooking. But they can't take that. They won't accept it. If, if you're talking to somebody who can't accept shit, who can't grow and learn and have a good conversation they will immediately go left they will immediately go you know what fuck it all i'm good i got my privilege i don't have anything to do with you you don't have anything to do with me that's how i feel like one of my one of my uh i guess ex-friends he deleted me because i called him out because i the last conversation i remember having we were talking about people uh you know we were talking about a black man getting shot by the cops and he's like yeah but he was a criminal i was like they didn't know he was a criminal when he got shot he got shot from 10 feet away. They didn't know who he was, you know, or 10, 10 feet, 100 feet, whatever the case may be. But as they didn't know who he was, it's like, I mean, why do I have to have sympathy for criminals? I was like, because they're people. The fuck are you talking about? And to which I said, I was like, some of your friends are criminals because you and I have some of the similar friends and half those motherfuckers have DUIs. They've been to jail. They're criminals in my eyes. I've never done a crime, but you have. I was like, so who the fuck? Why should I have any sympathy for you? You're, you're a criminal. You should be shot in the back. And and the point is, is that that's the thing. Things go left. So it's like, okay, let me respond. I just gave you a little bit of nuance. Like, hey, people, people are people, and we should care about people, whether they're criminals or not, whether they did bad things or not. We should still care about humanity because once we lose our humanity, we lose everything, right? His point of view was, oh, they're criminals. Fuck them. Okay. I know for a fact that your best friend is a criminal. DUI, spent two weeks in jail. 
I've given him rides home because he couldn't drive for two years. That's a criminal to me. Keith hasn't been a criminal, right? Like, I've never been to jail. I'm not an ex-felon. I don't have a DU. I don't have a couple DUIs on my record, but you and him do. So should you be shot in the back for some dumb shit? No, because humanity. So again, think about those little nuances when you're talking about things, when you're when you're arguing different kind of points on a social spectrum. Um, either way, um, with that being said, um, it's about time they're giving me the light. Uh, I appreciate you talking with me, listening to me, uh, hearing me rant about this or that. Uh, again, make sure you follow me on Stand on Topic on Twitter. I post every time I do an episode. So there's that. So now you know. Uh, also, make sure you follow Slushy Review. Uh, Slushy Review is another podcast I do with my really good friend, uh, Chris. We do a movie review podcast. We also have a YouTube page, Slushy Review. And we are on the Twitters and the IG and at Slushy Review. Uh, go follow us on all those places. And the new Spider-Man movie is coming out soon. And we will be reviewing that. Spoiler alert. Um, again, this has been Keith. And we'll see you another time. Bye.